Hey, I'm Ryan Hutton. I'm Daddy's Little Angel. And this is part two of Jay and Bay, the law enforcement power couple. Thanks for listening to the Highway Podcast, and we hope you enjoy part two. But let's talk about law enforcement couples. Okay. Okay, because we know you've had some requests. We have. Yeah, legit. Um, so and I think the request was uh, more the effect of law enforcement on your family. But I'm not sure there's a better couple to talk about it than people who are both involved, not only in law enforcement, but in the exact same agency. I'm not sure you can get better than that. Yeah, so, it's... Um, go ahead. Yeah. Can we talk about the beginning? Yeah. So y'all so, get married. Yep. So we get married. We live on opposite sides of the state. And um, during that first two years that we were married, we had our first daughter. So I had her over on the east side. Okay. And um, that was, I mean, it was difficult because not only, you know, am I working crazy shifts, but I also don't have him you're, here. You were on the road at this time? Yeah. Okay. Yep. Working the road. and But I was living in the area where my parents are from. So they watched our daughter while I worked. Um, and I think she was about a year and a half old when I finally got my transfer over to the west side okay. where he was. So you did a year and a half with him on the opposite side of the city. Yes, without him. Yep. So I would get home. Um, I would get to our home on the west side of the state. Sometimes it would be four weeks before I had enough days off in a row where she and I could travel and, and have a, enough days off to make it worth driving the four hours over there so that was difficult in itself um but then and i know and so this is this was a bit ago right so this is before yeah this is oh yeah this was uh this was 1990 well i I can tell you when they moved over yeah january 1 of 2000 january 1 of 2000 y2k 2000 yeah that was a freaking eighth grade (laughs) so i so i actually arrested a dwi that night New Year's Eve, and then I woke up the next day, and my family came over to live with me. Yeah, so it was an adjustment because he had been basically a bachelor for the first two years we were married because, you know, he, I wasn't there. So then he gets this instant, you know, now he's got a a wife and a baby girl living with him. How long have y'all been married before this? We have been married 25 years. Uh, Sorry, before this specific, when you moved it, a year and a half. It was may 98 is when we got married and they yeah. came over january 1st 2000. 2000 so okay. a year and a half okay yeah so you got married then got pregnant pretty pretty quick yeah yep. okay yep yeah i'm the guy that i need the specifics yeah, yeah. okay yeah so um then the next challenge was adjusting to now you know he's not just a bachelor now you know he's got responsibilities yeah and so we had our second daughter three years later. Yeah. They're three years apart. And then we had our third daughter another two years after that. Yeah. So there, there's five years between our oldest and our youngest. Okay. So we had them pretty quickly. Three total. Three, yeah. three daughters. And then... Um, so he worked for the other agency. He was on the second shift. So he'd get home two, three o'clock in the morning, 
Um, as you know, with our agency, it's every two weeks. Yeah. So I would be on days, two weeks, nights, two weeks. I mean, it was crazy how her, we had her, to... Her boss was pretty good about... Oh, she was all, all of my supervisors have been yeah. amazing at working with with when, me and with us, with our schedule and our kids. She was, I, I can't say enough good about that. When she was on uh, evenings, they were pretty good about... He was... I, I mean, I can't say his name, but he knows who he is. Um, he was fantastic about letting her work until maybe 11, which was when our babysitter was. And she would go home. She'd take a patrol car home, get in her personal car, go pick up our kids, and then go back to the house, get them to bed. So you'd work a shift. So, mm -hmm. Yeah. Go home, un or take your uniform off, yep. grab your personal car, go to the babysitters, yep. Yep. grab your kids, go home. Yep. So what put time them, is this? Put them to bed, probably midnight, midnight by the time weeks. you get them yeah. home. So and... get them to bed. Mm -hmm. So you're on... I, I The earliest I would get off would be 2 o'clock in the morning. Okay, so you're still working during all yeah. of this. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So get the kids to bed. You yeah. get off, hopefully, at 2. I had, you yeah, well, it doesn't yeah. I got... I mean, very rarely happens. Yeah. I had the canine. I was on call out all the time. So. so, so then I would, you know, with little kids, they get up. Yeah. You know, I mean, they don't sleep in till nine a.m. Yeah. So you know, if I'm out till midnight, you know, getting them home, then five, six o'clock in the morning, whenever your little ones start waking up, I'm up. You know, it's yeah. And then you got to get them ready. You know, when they got a little bit older, it's. You know, work until midnight, one, two o'clock in the morning. Then you have to get them up and get them off to school. And Ugh. yeah, the yeah. kids. You doing just sleeping? I would sleep for <laughs> three or four hours. Drunk? Uh, no, I actually didn't drink that much. No, <laughs> no, he didn't. I, I didn't drink at all back then. I didn't drink until 2014. So okay, uh, the Ferguson effect. Yeah. Ah. Uh, yeah. Um. So we got. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So we got, um, we had, we were blessed though. We had a lot of good support. So we had an home. older lady that, she, um, she sometimes would just come to our house and watch, watch the little ones. Um, we had the next lady, Debbie was really great. And then we had Tanya. I mean, uh, we've had, babysitters or... we never had to take our kids to daycare. Okay. We always yeah. were able to find like Someone individual yeah. that yeah. would yeah. watch Someone our girls did. in their house or come to our house. I mean, obviously we compensated them, but yeah, yeah, it, it wasn't anything a lot. like it, not like it would be today. It was oh, today you're talking oh ridiculous. Oh, it's a thousand dollars a month. Whenever we took ours out of daycare, I was paying a thousand. It was a house payment. Yeah. It was a house payment. Well, ridiculous. I know, you know, before I got promoted to where I'm at now, I had an individual working with me that has three little ones, and he, he was paying well over a thousand dollars a month in child care yeah. a month. And I'm, yeah. it was almost it, one of my paychecks. Yes. It's, it's just, it's, it's hard. It's difficult. It was difficult for it, us. It's difficult for people in the private sector. But as two law enforcement officers working shift work, yeah. you know, I mean, the you don't go to work at the same time every day and you don't get off when you're supposed to get off yeah. a lot. So right. that's why we were able to find individuals who understood and were compassionate and would be like, OK, you know, if you're not off at five o'clock, they'll eat dinner with us and you just pick them up, you know, when you can pick them up. I mean, it's. It's and then incredible. when we when we moved to uh 
when I came on the patrol and we moved to our first, my first duty assignment. Uh, and we, Which was Southwest? Yeah. Mm -hmm. okay. South, Southwest. <laughs> Almost Arkansas. We, Mac County? Huh? Or was it? No, it wasn't Mac County. Mary? No. Do you want East me to say the town? No, it's County. Uh, just Caney. Caney. Okay. okay. Uh, we, my, my corporal, my, also my FDO, his wife watched our kids. Mm -hmm. So oh. we, I actually, we paid her to watch our kids and it was fantastic. It was amazing. They did a great job. Of course, you know that, I mean, you know who it is. Yeah, you also. trust them. Yeah, you trust them wholeheartedly. And that was, that was awesome. And then once they started getting older, at that time, our oldest was almost, she was at that cusp age where she could watch the rest of them. And then uh, she had, Beyonce had a job, finally got a job where she could. <laughs> yeah, uh, can't we're still calling her Beyonce. <laughs> where she went into her narcotics position where she could work mostly Monday through Friday. Mm -hmm. um, but not, it wasn't. Again, not that, had a again, supervisor yeah. who was amazing yeah. who understood that we you know the challenge that we had both being in law enforcement and they just i mean i basically got to make my own schedule so it was yeah. I think that's it was like, handy that's awesome. like, yeah. as flexible as they can be with with that role mm -hmm. yeah but on the flip side of that i will never forget our youngest um i had planned a huge birthday party for her at the local um, community pool. Her, mm -hmm. her birthday's in the summer. And we had 12 or 15 of her little friends. I think it was her sixth birthday party. And I get a call in the middle of this birthday party oh, no. and I've got to go. Yeah. I mean, you know, when we get... So a, you were in your investigation side or you were still on the road at that time? No, I was in investigation. investigations okay. and we had something pop off and I had to leave mm. and I was gone for three days. I had to leave in the middle of her birthday party. So that's you, you, the, left, you left them with this goon? Yeah. Yeah. So, well, she did that all the time. I mean, I am their dad. <laughs> so, well, let's be clear. Let's be clear. She Our had three girls yeah. would take care of him. Yeah. He was yeah. not taking care of the girls. Yeah. They were taking care of him. I was just there as the responsible party. No. <laughs> That's not true either. So it is no, true. he was not. No, but I they mean, were the voice just, of reason. Yeah. I mean, for for the people out there that that want to know about, you know, two people in the same career field, like it's difficult, but it can be done. And like right now, I feel like we are we are living the we are what are we we are gaining the fruits of our labor. Yeah right now well I, it's very rewarding for me because as a female in this agency and there's not very many of us in fact it's kind of sad because there's just as few 26 years ago as there are today uh -huh. i mean we have not <laughs> we have not gained yeah. um any in in females but um i now receive phone calls from our younger female officers in our agency you know, that are contemplating starting a family and they're scared and they're like, it just doesn't seem possible. So I'm able to kind of give them our story and, and tell them, you know, how we were able to maneuver it. And because I think there's something that just even from a generational perspective that about the women in, in your career, I think mm -hmm. that women in general, you know, the COVID card, most of my friends that I was on the same career path with, yeah, since COVID, have just 
back down and now we're just full-time homemakers. You know what I'm saying? So yes. Not full-time homemakers, but with that pandemic and that whole dynamic that society went through, the 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 female was the one to to stop. Yep. And- Strictly, we can hear Jay peeing in the background. <laughs> I'm like, there's a door. He doesn't even shut the door. He didn't grab the bottle of GH table, but now he's just taking a piss. And the there door. goes the door. Why did you we shut the door? We can hear you door. taking a piss like crystal. You can hear your stream. Yeah, it's Dr. Hardcore stream. Idiot. Good. I but I had to, so, I had to talk about yeah, the And not to get too much on that topic, but I think that from their perspective, I yeah. can understand that concern of, you know, if, it, if shit hits the fan again, yeah. I'm going to be the one that, yes. that says I'm a family. So, well, we, we have a totally different perspective on the pandemic. Yeah. Because <laughs> we, we, I mean, we. Yeah, it survived. wasn't an option. I yeah. mean, we didn't get the option to stay home. Yeah. yeah. You know? And, yeah. 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 I mean, oh, you but were I mean, at, your, you were your elderly neighbors that helped watch your kids when they were young probably yeah. would have stayed home versus Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. yeah. No, actually, one of them, one of the ladies that um, watched the girls for us when our second daughter was born, she quit her job at the bank um and wanted to stay home with her daughter she had a teenage daughter it just worked out perfectly but yeah. yeah she she made that sacrifice for her own family and then she was like well i'm staying home with you know to spend more time with my teenage daughter i can watch your kids too oh, i mean we just got super blessed oh, yeah. yes we we've lucked out in a lot of different situations oh yeah <laughs> which is probably like half the that just finding the right people and luck. I mean, I hate to say lucking out, but kind of creating that scenario where you are successful or setting yourself up yeah. you know, with the right people. Yeah. Well, now, you know, with a, a grandchild, our our oldest daughter stays home with him just because the cost, mm-hmm. I mean, she would literally just be working to pay for yeah. childcare. Yeah. And then the trust issue, you know, mm-hmm. if you don't know people in your community, which they just moved to their community and she doesn't know anybody and she doesn't feel comfortable trusting anybody to watch her child. Yeah. <laughs> so that's a whole nother, you know, we got blessed there too with really great people that treated our kids as their own. So. Yeah. yeah I think that's a huge battle. <clears throat> so I'm you were talking about this and like remembering the time that we dropped ours off for the first time at daycare. Mm. And I remember going to work going, I was very uncomfortable. Oh, it's a sickening feeling. I don't know these people. Yeah. So you're trusting your whole life, your whole world. That's that's like worst case scenario for us. I'm running through all these bad scenarios. So I remember like, I went over, I don't know if you know this, but I went over like lunch just to check things out. Yeah. Hey, hey, this is who I am. How's everything going? Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, like, of course, once I saw how things were doing, I was very comfortable with that. But um, I think that's where we struggle is trust sometimes, mm-hmm. yeah. which is maybe a good thing, right? But we also have this skewed view of society, too. Oh, we, that's that's the problem us. with our brains, period. Is we've and seen we've the bad seen stuff. All of we, we know what's possible. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. true. You don't have those rose-colored glasses where... Everybody's wonderful. Right. Nobody would hurt Total my baby. Yeah. 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 Wrong. yeah. Right. Why would anybody want to hurt a child yeah. <laughs> when we know it it happens? It happens. It's, it's common. Yeah. Which is probably the toughest uh, in my current position. Obviously, I don't do it. I, don't, I do not deal with it a ton, uh, nor even on the road. But my previous agencies, the big thing was like children. 
Mm-hmm. So any sort of child's crime, man, it just pissed me. Makes off. your blood boil. Well, yeah. and that's where I feel like we're failing. And I tell her this all the time with, you know, some of her people with these child crimes, not like child pornography and mm-hmm. uh, crimes against children. Like we need to like, you can't deal with that for your whole career. You can't. That's tough. And and, and if you are, like, we need to be checking in on you a lot yeah. more. Like, yeah. Like I like I mean I beat up on trainees. That's what I do for a living. Like I don't have to deal with that stuff. Yeah. So I'm good. But they like they need to like they see the even with my previous agency, I've talked to some of the guys that have had to look at that stuff. Mm-hmm. And I've had to see those. I mean not not just the pornography, but the the abuse to children. Yeah. Like that really like I know she can tell you that like some of the th- like <laughs> I'll tell a story that they you know we had a guy blow his head off in front of us he was a child molester and you know how our agency is about you want to check in with the shrinks and they want to check in with the yeah the defense people you know and I said I said well first of all <laughs> after that dude <laughs> blew his head off I haven't slept as well as right. I had since I watched that, knowing that he's off the street. But you know, I wa- I watched I worked a crash with a a, a younger. Uh, she was probably third grade, a uh, fatal. With mm, a, you yeah. know, when I was working the road, and that like I I'm telling you, I'll I'll be the first one to admit I woke up in the middle of the yeah. night and she asked me what's wrong and we had a kids man in the middle of the night yeah. we had a we had a talk about it. And I broke down. I told her. So I can't imagine just the trauma that it, it is to those people to, to see every that day. On, every day. Well, just, the abuse of children. Yeah. You know, and, and I could care less that that child molester blew his head off in front of me. I really could. Right. Like, I, I honestly did sleep really well that night, knowing that he was not part of this world anymore. And I don't, I, I just, I don't know what the solution is to it, though, because the people that that do those things are so good at it. Right. They're so good at, at getting them arrested and brought to prosecution. So as their supervisor, (laughs) I can tell you that, um, a huge part of my goal as, as their supervisors, I do check on them very frequently. I spend a lot of time going out and finding, Um, we send them off to retreats and we get them mental health services a lot because it is a very specialized unit and they do a very specialized job that not everybody is called to do. Mm -hmm. Unfortunately, I can't just rotate people in and out of that unit. It it is, and they are, they are so good at what they do and they have it down to a science. Um, the best thing I can do is make sure that we're taking care of their yeah. mental health. Yeah. And, and, and I do do that. I take that very seriously. We have some really great partnerships with a, a group down in the Springfield area that actually um, come up with funding for me to send those guys yeah, and cool. girls to retreats and, and make sure mentally that they're okay. But yeah, we do check on them a lot because it is a wear and tear. But circling back on that, as his wife, because I'm in law enforcement, because I understand, I mean, he's seen some horrible things. 
Um, I mean, we could tell you stories about the awful things that as a SWAT team member he's seen and, you know, a road officer, but I understand that. Mm -hmm. And so I know when he's not sleeping well at night that we need to have a conversation and we need to address what it is and we need to have him vocalize that. And, and, and both of us, I mean, myself, I've, I've seen some pretty terrible things yeah. myself in my line of work um, with the agency. So I think that's why we're still together 20. I've, we've been together well, 27 years. We've been married yeah. 25, but it's because of 100% our understanding and, and we get each other because, because we, of the job. We used to, yeah. We used to talk about this all the time uh, because she was a, a narc and I was a, a tactical officer, which are, Totally, totally polar <laughs> opposite personalities. Uh, are more respectable. SWAT guys are not. Yeah, yeah exactly. I mean, you know, exactly. I mean, I yeah. Uh, because, okay, funny story. You know, she was telling me, I'm like, hey, are you going to come home for dinner? And I'm like, all right, we're waiting for this guy to show up for to do this dope okay. buy. Yeah, no, no. She, I'm like, okay. So in the tactical world, like if we set a deadline, like say 1700 at 1701, we're packing our shit up and we're going home. I don't, I don't, Man, I can't wrap my hand. Yeah. We used to get sideways about Because he'd that. call me and he'd be like, well, what time are you going to be home? And I'm like, like, I don't know. Do you want me to tell you I'll be home <laughs> at five? No, because I'll it's tell like, you that, but then you're going to get mad like, if I'm That not. is why I could not do narcotics work because she is, has way more patience than I do because they'll tell them. You know, hey, meet us here at five o'clock to you're do this drug deal. Time. And time. Yeah, you know, it's like if you're not there at five o'clock, I'm I, I'm going I'm home yeah. and I'm going to type I'm up something to the prosecutor. Yeah, yep, yep. I'm gonna type it up to the prosecutor <laughs> and you're getting charges. You know, it's like you're not there on time. And it, it's just it's not that way. That. It, it was a different call it doper time. It's not that way in the narcotics world. Yeah. And for a tactical officer, we cannot wrap our heads around that. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, like we have a timeline. Yes. We get our Velcro it's set up. We get, we get we get our gear set up. We get everything. If we're not hitting this thing at seventeen hundred, then there's a problem. Yeah. Yeah, it's deeper problem. than that. It's yeah. not it's just SWAT guys, they make a plan. They may have a contingency plan, but that's it. Mm -hmm. And so like an in, in my world, it's, there is no plan. Yeah. You know, we're, we're kind of flowing yeah. and we're, we're trying Completely to get a mission opposite. accomplished, yeah. but yeah, you know, that may go 10 different directions and it, you know, However, and his brain just didn't compute that. So, and I had to learn how to <laughs> communicate with him to make it work in his brain i mean we really there but, were some but, knockdown yeah, drag out but, but however, arguments about it but you know in the long run you look at it and it's like that's why because we understand the job it's because it's like i relate it to a football team you know you have the linemen that are doing the blocking you have the quarterbacks that are throwing the passes and the wide receivers catching it they're different jobs yeah but the goal is get a touchdown and score as many points as you can and we're like, we're all have different tasks in law enforcement. And it's just like, I don't know really where SWAT officers fit into that because, but you know, really I, mean, I mean, we're, yeah, I mean, yeah. come on. I mean, really, honestly, where do they swim? Where do they fit in? But then everybody fits into a different role yeah. 
in law enforcement. We had to learn how to communicate through yeah, that. And I, I admit that I was really bad about at, you know, at two o'clock when he's calling saying, Hey, when are you going to be home? I'd be like, I don't know. And I'd tell him what we were in the middle of. And then, you know, I'll, I'll try to be home at five, but I don't know. I was really bad at not looking and saying, oh, it's 445. Clearly, I'm not going to be home at five o'clock. I should I should call Jay, Jay mm -hmm. and let him know that. Um, <laughs> so I, I had to learn to say, yeah, yeah sorry, so, yeah, I'm not going to make it home by then. You know, listen to him, you know, gripe at me. Yeah, yeah. Now, let's tell a funny story about that because there is a good story. Really good story. Which one is it? I'll tell it. The one about uh, MC calling you at, uh, I don't know, about five o'clock in the morning saying, Oh, okay. Hey, which okay, one I got of you. those black guys got, got shot? You. I got you. Okay. So I was assigned to a, a drug task force, and we had a case where one of the guys that I was working with was going in and, and buying uh, meth undercover at a house up in Polk County. Alleged meth. Alleged. 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 It was yes. just alleged. No, actually. So, <laughs> because, so, so we wrote, our task force wrote a search warrant for this individual's residence up in Polk County. And because of the circumstances, we needed the SWAT team to serve that search warrant. Well, we have three little girls. And so it's my drug task force unit but it's the, his SWAT team that's going to serve it. So I'm like, hey, I'll stay home with the girls so you can go do your SWAT thing. I don't have to be there. It's not my case. I'm not the case agent. So we, you know, we would have to work those details out so that we're not both gone away from yeah. the kids. So it's five o'clock in the morning and I get a phone call from my supervisor and who is, who is at the search warrant. No, 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 no. no he, he was at home. Um, he's at home, but he knows that my drug task force is doing this search warrant. So he calls me at five o'clock in the morning. I wake up, I'm half asleep. And he goes, Hey, which one of our SWAT guys just got shot what? at? Yeah. And no, I'm like, no, he didn't say that. He just got shot. Yes. And I'm like, what, what are you talking about? He goes, yeah, I just got a call from so-and-so oh. at the search warrant. And he said that shots were just fired. And one of our SWAT guys just got shot. And I go, my husband yeah. is there yeah. on the SWAT team and I am not. So I don't know. And he just hangs up on me. You tell me which one. You know? Yeah, and so, he, he hangs up on so me. Back, so then I start track. calling my guys that I no, know are thought, there. You called me first because I don't carry my, I don't carry my phone on my kit, especially back then. Because mm -hmm. it was like. Kit is <laughs> a term for just stuff with <laughs> I don't care. I don't care. I don't. It was my phone was in my so patrol he, yeah, car. Yeah, he wouldn't have his cell phone. Yeah, so she calls it. I don't answer, obviously. And uh, so then I start calling my teammates that I know are there, and none of them are answering. So now I am. I have. I'm off. Assuming the worst. I am off yeah, the charts. Why, why like he, I am freaking out. Because yeah. he's like, an idiot. But anyway, so <laughs> I finally get a hold of one of the guys really that's there. He and was I was your find, assistant supervisor at the time. Yes. At the time. So I'm I'm screaming at him on the phone. I'm like, yeah. you know, what's going on? And he's like, whoa, 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 slow down. Yes. 
They got shot at. A female did fire around through the door, and but it didn't hit any of our guys. It, well, it, did. it ripped the patch off of his shoulder. KC. His shoulder patch. Yeah. But um, KC. but nobody was injured. But so then I called my boss back, and I was like, "Don't you ever call me like that again." Like that yeah, is unacceptable. Like yes. Well, apparently, but, but we don't. We don't operate, we didn't operate in common sense back then, especially, we, we do more so now. Yeah. We do more so now. I think so, yeah. Yeah. And it was but that's just, just another challenge of, of yeah. you know, being married to a fellow officer, yeah. you yeah. know, and I'm we, sure he. Me and KC <laughs> fell, <laughs> fell asleep driving the, we had a, we had a van that we had to drive with all our stuff in it. And uh, was it a pervert van? Yeah, no, it was, like a, van. it was like a box Those are called truck. Vans. And we were driving down an interstate near in South Missouri. And uh, location, of yeah, 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 location, <laughs> <laughs> and, and we were like, all of a sudden, we both woke up after that because you know, you get you get in an incident like yeah. that. What what happened was Your adrenaline, we, yeah, we hit the search warrant, we're clearing the house, and we both line up to hit this bedroom and all of a sudden a shot comes through the door, like a, from a firearm, from what a shotgun. You? The wad, if you know what a wad is, the wad made a hole enough to where I the know. light comes. Yeah. I'm sure you should say wad on the podcast. I'm going to edit that out. Okay. Go ahead. Do you and, want, do you want, hey, tell us what a wad is. Yeah. It's a picture. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> Good. I want to hear your explanation. I hope it's a different one than I've been thinking. It's, it's a probably. plastic piece that is included in a shotgun shell. Okay. Yes. It is. Okay. <laughs> so it it tends to make a hole in a in a, a wooden door if you fire it. Yeah. And a wad. The bird shot or whatever shot that they had ended up grazing off the officer that was on the other side of the door for me. And immediately we realized we were like they were shooting at us, so we took other actions, and it, it ended up nobody got hurt. Everything was fine. It was the female that shot at us, which was really odd um, from all the things that I've dealt with before. But we, it was it's a big adrenaline dump when that happens, especially at you know five o'clock in the morning when you've been up all night, yeah. and we're driving down the interstate and we wake up. We're driving this van back, we're in the median at ten miles an hour, <laughs> and I look at him, and he looks at me like we probably should. So we got out, and did a couple laps around the van, to, and then continued to sold some popsicles. Yep, mm -hmm. sold some popsicles. Yeah, yep. <laughs> yeah. It's just man, that stuff happens. You know, that stuff <laughs> happens driving down, down the yeah. miles an hour. Yeah. Yeah. It yeah. happens. And back to that. Uh, me and that person that we were just talking about, KC, uh, we were on that same search warrant that AG and and uh, interdiction extraordinary yeah. were talking Greg, about. He was Greg. Yeah, he's full. Yeah, yeah, he, yeah. Uh, he goes for it. Yeah, yeah. Greg. he's out. We were on that same search warrant, and I can attest to the fact that that is one hundred percent accurate. What he said. The same really? one. The, the cave diving. The cave diving. Okay. We we were they were in a different they were just a few miles away from us on our team uh, from our still area. Yeah, yeah, still same area. Yeah, is that the fast? I don't know, like 
Is that the area where the fastest growing pocket? It seems like it might be the exact county. Okay. Might, yeah, the exact county. Um, yeah, <laughs> spitballing. The suspect in that case had like a full beard on one side, clean shaven on the other. But uh, yeah, that's a whole nother topic. Weird. But uh, yeah, I listened to that and I go, yeah, we were on that one too. And I had the exact same experience, except we didn't get tasked with clearing the caves. We were tasked with clearing the uh, the guardhouse that was at the front of the property, which ended up being a trailer. Well, that's, of that's most of that county. Yeah. Okay, thank you. Uh, you said it. You're from there, so <laughs> we can tell. Yeah. yeah. Um, so we went. We were, and I can attest to the fact that it was. We were moving through the woods. We had one point. I think it was one point three miles from drop off point to target. And two hours into our three-hour journey, we were 0.2 miles into the into the journey. Yeah, that's rough terrain. And and the only thing you could see were the uh, the lights, the sights off the the light in the holster of the Glock in front of the person in front of you, because the the main guy had some early vision, early early stage night vision that. You know, most of the teens got at that time. And we made the decision um, about halfway into the journey that we didn't care if there were driveway sensors or not. We were going down the driveway. So we... Which is scary in that area. Yeah, it is mm-hmm. very scary. But I'm shocked that they had a driveway in that area. <laughs> yeah. And our, it, it, the <laughs> driveway, it was a drive. Are we using driveway very loosely? And it was, it was, yeah. it was seriously, it was yeah. like they can't, like the words that they use do not describe this terrain down there. Yeah. It was, so it was like straight down and straight up. Yeah. Smee calls it home. Yeah. We lived in there. <laughs> yeah. And oh we, we got down there and we, we made, we found a driveway and we're like, okay, so at the, at this point, do we risk getting detected or do we risk not making it on time? So we rolled the dice and we risked getting detected and we walked down the driveway. We made it there about 20 minutes early and we all curled up into the woods and took a nap and waited until the... Let the record show they were sleeping on the ground. We were sleeping. (laughs) And we waited until we heard the flashbangs and everything from the U.S. Marshals and the, the Federal Task Force. They were serving the warrant. And then we went down... And KC, when we when we hit that trailer, KC knocked over their toilet, which was a five gallon bucket, <laughs> in the trailer. Is that not normal? It was, no, no, it's, it's normal, not, but, but it's, it's a not. problem. Yeah. I just I wanted to I wanted to share this part of the journey because this is my experience from the same incident that we had <laughs> because it was like. I remember that and and listening to your podcast. So now they're all having all to those, avoid it. Yeah. Yeah, it's their shit. Uh-huh. Everywhere. It's so their shit. You're telling me if I don't walk in that, if I walk in that bathroom right now, I'm not shitting directly in a bucket. See, no, you're in a shit in a toilet. It's me, get the stuff. Yeah, right. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 Right. This is, so, yeah. This is unacceptable. So we. This was the guard shack. This was their. They, everything they said. Okay. Yeah. Everything they said was 100 percent accurate. We were excited about this too, and it ended up. And with it, like I had, I was the breacher 
there and also known as the most expendable yeah. one. Yeah. <laughs> no, the, no, let's be I don't clear. know a lot about that. Yeah, the, I'm, I'm, the, no, I'm the meathead. I'm the meathead. And there was definitely a place where Timothy Coombs could have been staying there yeah. on that property. Yeah. So it was it was definitely important for us to be there. And I was proud to be a part of it, but did you get a rager? I think Greg did Greg say rager. He said, yeah. he said he was he half said, cock. Yeah, half cock. I, I did walk into the rager. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, we got some really good camo out of that from the federal agencies. They bought us some stuff. Oh, that's what it's it all about. That's what gave him the rager. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. Yeah. Camo, yeah, camo. Yeah. Not the incident, just like the, the gear. Camo we have. Yeah. Gear in general. No, because I was concerned because even the most law abiding citizens in that area, if you trip a Driveway sensor. They're yeah, for a they're coming. I, would, I would also shoot you. Coming. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that was that was where I got a little nervous because even the, but even it the was, great lake ones. Yeah, but we were not prepared. We were not prepared for that terrain, and we're all we all lived down there. Like I, we we lived in Taney County. Like yeah. it's the same. It's pretty yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah, and we were not prepared for that terrain, and it was it was interesting. So I can share there frustrations and excitement about that incident my so, high school life was spent in those caves oh Not wait, that well okay <laughs> wait, wait what so, okay no high school explain in, in cut the body <laughs> there's not a lot to do so you're either drinking See, or you're walking or yeah you're going cave spawning which is what we did i gotta huh. think about it. but that's but what you guys would that's do what we like did in high school we'll go cave spawning but yeah, that was that was my pastime, was spelunking in those said caves. Spelunking, <laughs> i.e. drinking natty life. No, I wasn't drinking, I had my waders on, my camo, my camo waders on, spelunking in the cave. With a you learned okay. something new about yeah. your... I feel like me and they are the only non-hillbillies. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Word, yeah. yeah. So I thought that was an embrace experience, but I guess not. No. No. Yeah. No. I, I do have a question yeah. okay. for y'all yeah. too. Yeah, oh, here we and, go. All right. So would you consider uh, being married to a law, a fellow law enforcement officer an advantage or disadvantage in a relationship? 100% an advantage. Yeah. yeah. And why? So even though uh, I think she will echo this because we've talked about it before, um, even though we were on two different wavelengths in law enforcement, we were still able to relate to that. Like the the main mission, like I don't I don't like even though like I would come home and I would just unload on her about everything, and even though she was like uh, in a non tactical environment, <laughs> then she could still understand like my frustration. Yeah, I think a lot of non law enforcement spouses. Um, I, I think they struggle because they don't understand the job. And I know a lot of law enforcement officers, they come home and they just need like, just, just give me 20 minutes just yeah. to like settle down or whatever. I've had a really bad day, but the spouses don't understand that. So mm -hmm. you come home and you've seen some horrible stuff that day and you just need to be left alone. But spouses are like, hey, how was your day today? You know, and they're they're excited to see you. You know, you've come home and they've yeah. missed you. And, you know, they're fascinated with what we do. And so yeah. they want to hear all about it, but you don't want to talk about it. Sure. At least at that point, maybe ever. 
So I think we're at an advantage because when he comes home or when I come home and we've, we've seen some terrible stuff or we've, you know, we've dealt with terrible people that day. If I come home and I'm in a bad mood and I just look at him and I'm just like, I just, I just, I don't want to talk about it yet or vice versa. Yeah. We know I mean, just yeah. cool. Yeah. We get, get it. it. Or we, I also know when he needs to talk about it. Yeah. And so I just listen and I know that I don't have to solve the problem vice versa. He doesn't have to have all the answers for me, but we know like if I start talking about it, just listen, you know, and, but you don't have to give me an answer on how I need to fix this issue, but just, just let me vent for a minute. I, that's we a just, skill. That's a skill that we both developed yeah. over the years. Okay. So <laughs> I'm just, I look at young couples. Yeah. And I just, I hope that they know that there's going to be rough patches and you, you just have to work through those and it's so worth it. Oh yeah. I, you know, we've talked about that a lot lately that we're just really glad that we made it through all those rough patches because it's so worth it now. You know, yeah. we're best friends. Um, we've really always been best friends, but there's, there's been times where we've not liked each other and, and we've grown, you know, over the 26 years and changed and we just evolve. And when, at the end of the day, he's my best friend and whatever it takes, you know, we're going to make it through those rough patches. So this, this job is, it takes a lot out of you. I mean, even you know, if you're married to a non-law enforcement person, it's it's troubling for a marriage. It's it's a lot. Yeah, it's me and you can say on You know, I uh, worked in healthcare, so from a flip side perspective, like uh, the people you were the suspects you were investigating, and I saw the victims. Yes. Right? So yep. most of those individuals, uh, especially the sane, the sane individuals, so the sexual assault mm -hmm. nurses and the pediatric sexual assault nurses, like those were my people that I that I lived with, right? So mm -hmm. um, you just have to allow space for them to to have that and to process that. So it gave you a perspective of like the trauma that's involved yeah. Yeah. just from and the it, other side, but you. It, but you were able to understand what he's dealing with at work. So you, you knew, oh man, this. Yeah. And I think that it's, it, yeah, to that regard, I think that whenever we talk to young couples, we talk to just the, everybody has their balance. Not a lot of times that I want to hear the full story about how he was, you know, a, you know, jumped by three guys. But yes. if I understood that, oh, hey, that hat is, you know, um, trash now because it got kicked under the car and it's destroyed, like that's, that's what that is. Mm -hmm. But I think that from each individual's perspective, like I know having a lot of friends that I didn't have a lot of interactions with law enforcement growing up where I grew up. Yeah. Um, well, yeah. Except that there's a freaking creep going into the driveway. Yeah. Um, and so I think that. Imagine that getting coming in. Coming in. <laughs> that dude's getting blind. I'm, I'm like, I, what? Who is this? Trying to blast me. I know. <laughs> <laughs> even, the best, even the best ones in that area are going to yeah. pull out the guns. Yeah. So, yeah. um, a lot of my friends were have that same like, oh, you know, what's, what's your craziest story? What's your wildest story? And would want to ask him about that. And I understood that that was not necessarily something he wanted to recall, especially in a party as a joke yes. and a fun environment. And so I think that, yeah, it just requires that 
communication, I think, is that that foundation yeah. is one. Communication is yeah. 100% the key. Yeah. It's, a, it's huge in anything. It's Well, and with it's our dynamic, you know, because a lot of people, I think, see us as a power couple yeah. or, you know, these just badasses. And it it's crazy that anybody would think that. But I will give you a really good example of this. Um, so, you know, everybody sees him as this big, tough, SWAT guy, and he is very tactical, very knowledgeable. He's he's got that skill set. Yes. Yeah. So uh, we Green. we were building. Yeah. We built a house. Oh shit! Five years ago. <laughs> this is what I was talking about. This is the one. This is the I one. can't let this go. No, you can't. You gotta so, tell it. You have to. This so so we're building this house. We've we've moved in. You know we we moved in before it was really all complete, but you know, we just, we're desperate to get into this house. So we're cops and yeah. we can do it ourselves. Yeah. Right. right, right. We did yeah. a lot you of the work. Yeah. You're doing it right now. Yeah. So, okay. So we've moved in, but there's still stuff that needs to be done. So I'm an outdoors person. He doesn't prefer that so so we have unless these, it's after october whatever and then it's like so, cool outside yeah, right when it's just cool outside i'm out i'm like the opposite Stop. of hibernation okay so there's columns in the front of our house and we've boxed them in and so now the next step is to put the stone on them and that stuff so i'm outside this is in july it's hot i'm outside and i'm screwing in the the mesh laid. mesh laid stuff yeah. that goes on okay He's inside our master bedroom bathroom, and he is rolling on this stuff called Red Guard, and it's, it's like the rubbery seal that it's goes a on, and it has a high chemical compound, <laughs> like a water. You're seal? not supporting. Yeah, it's a. It so you roll water it on. Yeah, you roll it on the wood before okay. you put it the tile. It smells on. very like, like yeah, you're so not you're supposed. Yeah, there's yeah, no I'm ventilation. Yeah, no ventilation, yeah, and it, it is very yeah, so stout. We're there. Yeah. Yeah, and I am like, like I just had a shoulder surgery, so I'm on. Also, yeah. <laughs> wow. Wait for what comes out his mouth. Yeah. Okay. So he comes outside because he needs to get some fresh air, and so he's standing there, and he's standing in the middle of my work area. So I had a process. I would cut this wire lathe stuff in a in a square and then i take it over and i would mm -hmm. screw it onto the column so i'm going back and forth well i've got a pile there's a pile of red wasp that i am killing every time i come over to a column because there's a nest there not okay, not, not mud daubers red wasps okay like you you stop so He's standing there talking to me, and I've got this this wood board. It's about a two foot long, three inch board that I'm using to swat these wasp with. So I I hit one, but I miss it, and so it takes me like two or three hits, and I finally kill this one. And then I go over to the driveway, and I do my next little piece, and then I come back over, and he's still standing there talking to me, and here comes another wasp. And so he grabs this board out of my hand, and he's like, I shit, by the way. Yeah, yeah. 100%. And so he's like, hey, look, I'll do it. I'll do it. I that, can do it better. I'm not going to lie. I did. I yeah. grunted. And so I said, yeah. hold up there, Jay-Z. There's another one that just landed on that board. And they, I said, 
they send pheromones to each other. I said, so if you hit this one, that other one's going to get ticked off at you. And he looks at me like I am from a different yeah. planet and I don't know what I'm talking about. He knows everything. Right. Yeah, right. You know, he's very tactical and he knows better than me. <laughs> but hold on yes. a second. Now, now, you know how, you know how wasps fly, right? You know how wasps fly? They go in like a circle. Yeah. No. No, these motherfuckers. Did not. No, they went stop, from point A stop. to so, point B yeah. as fast so, as possible. So and now, I did not know that. <laughs> I did not know that. <laughs> so he takes the board from me and he goes and he hits the one that is right there on my table, disregards the second one that I've already pointed out to him. So Which is a tactical mistake. Yeah. Mistake. Right. 100% so, I found this out really quick. So, so get this. So he takes the board and he hits that one. And before the guts have it even it landed. Even, no, the guts didn't even land. The second I'm one. I'm getting slapped in the face by this wasp. No, <laughs> it came at him like a B-52 bomber. No, no. It hit him so fast so, that his like, head. You know how a Sidewinder uh, missile goes from, uh, a, from like a F-18 Hornet to the target? It goes like this. Face. No, it went directly from Be point alive. A to point B, right in my face. I'm telling you, his head, <laughs> his head whipped back. It hit him so hard, and so I'm like, my eyes bug out because I'm like, oh no. So he he gets hit, and I Is double. Yes, it is. But she did not know what no. happened. Hold on. She didn't so know. So I double that over I laughing. Had, yeah. Because I'm like, haha, I told you. Well, when I stand up, he's running around our driveway like a chicken with his head cut off. And with he's lost balls no, in his mouth. No, there's right? blood everywhere. Like he lost his tea ball. Yeah. Yeah. His tea bag in his mouth. yeah. So, so there's blood everywhere. So I have to grab him to find out why he's bleeding so bad. And there's blood coming out of his eyebrow. Eyebrow? So, he hit his, yes. He hit his head. Yes. With a board. Yes. Oh! So when he so when he comes up and gets hit, he swung the board up and hit himself in the eyebrow and split his eyebrow completely open. Oh my open. god. What a freaking No. So then it gets worse. So he's running around, bleeding all over the place. So I stop him and I'm like, what, what is bleeding? He didn't even realize he was bleeding everywhere because his lip is so sore. So I get him in the house and I've got a wad of paper towels on his eyebrow and I've got an ice pack on his lip. We ended up having to go on the street behind us. There's an ER doctor that we're very good friends with. And she was able to super glue his eye eyebrow shut. That he hit with Then he hit himself with the board. Yes, what trying trying to hit the wasp that just busted his lip. Yes. So <laughs> that's classic. But the the funniest thing about the whole thing is after he gets stung, he's like, "I'm going into anaphylactic shock. I'm going into anaphylactic shock." I'm like, "You idiot! You're still breathing. You're still talking." <laughs> You're not going into anaphylactic shock. So it's just like everybody else sees Jay-Z as this big, tough, swap yeah. guy. But I see the other side of him. So, which... Yeah, and I feel like I've gotten to know him on a personal level enough. And well, first of all, let me admit, I'm an idiot. Mm -hmm. Absolute idiot. But <laughs> he's also an idiot. Yeah. I, 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 
idiots like game recognized game idiots idiots recognize idiots yes and that story just solidifies everything i thought i knew yes but you know what because we work together and because i've seen him on the tactical side and and doing his operator stuff he becomes a completely different person and i'm always just in awe because he is so good at the tactical aspect and he's just locked on that and very knowledgeable and it's good for me to see yeah. that he's passing on that knowledge to these young kids because he does know his stuff he does. yeah it's he just does. funny that i see the other side and i think that's from him. a spousal standpoint is yeah. sometimes important too right you even being in the same industry you don't see those different sides of one another yes right? you don't get to see them in their a game in their yeah. I think that's an important part of being able to yeah. see them in their in action to it's understand just, and to respect yeah. and to know more. But I just wish I the public could see that these are you, human beings. You can see them hitting the face. Yes. Trying to get a swap. And that we're not robots and that we do care about the work that we do and we are passionate about it, but we're we're just humans yeah, and we and do you also get high. Yeah. On- on um, pain, pain meds pain and so did you like i really did did she tell you i really did you hit think. yourself in the face yep i yeah. did he she really told, did think he was in anaphylactic shock it was perfect <laughs> okay because we have a prior obligation yes, yes. In, gotta like, wrap it up one minute 100 and the boss is sitting here <laughs> Well, who, by the who way, is awesome. Whether she admits yeah. it or not, will be on this one yeah. day. Yes. Her and the other, the yes. two best bosses yeah. in the world. I think so. Yeah. So, so we're going to go with last session. Hey, you, you going to be on this thing or what? No way. That's a yes. Yes, that's a yes. That's a commitment. Yes, yes. All right. Final thoughts. Ladies first. I hate to cut it short, but we're good. I really appreciate you letting us do this and i hope our experience as a married couple in law enforcement will help um some young couple out there because i know there's lots of them we have them on our own agency so i i hope they know that it's um it's doable and it's worth it and it's very rewarding yeah. thanks she's so insightful that was actually good yeah wait, thank you not like mm-hmm. my stuff which is trash yeah. <laughs> yeah. well wait here we go What's no i do I have, I have a lot more to say okay um I think I, I hope I get another opportunity to be on here. Yeah, with Brody. Uh, bro, yeah, with the Velcro guy. You have no idea what like I know bits we have planned no, for cool. you and that's cool. Brody. 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 But I, I honestly this would this worked out probably better to have yeah. my well Beyonce. I think you can say spouse. Yeah, yeah spouse. Okay. To have uh Beyonce on here and do this. Um, we have a lot more things I want to offer to everybody yeah. else that's out there listening. Maybe they're either on the fence or they're thinking about getting out of law enforcement, but it's definitely rewarding. Uh, I appreciate everything that I've got to do. And I don't know. That's it. Hey, did she outkick her coverage? 100%. Yeah. yeah. That's how I feel about me. Like, how yeah, did yeah, she, yeah. Pin, how you did she pin you down? Yeah. Yeah. Like, you should be thanking your stars every day. One hundred slow. Oh my gosh, I say yeah. that to her all the time. You yeah, say that. Yeah. You get it. Yeah. Right. What does he say? You married up. Yeah. You married up. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, sure. yeah. Okay. All right. Sure. Well, last thing, are you gonna do it again? Hell yeah. It's it good, right? Yeah, yeah. it's fun. You can do it yeah. again. One hundred percent. Yeah, I can't wait. I'm actually pretty pumped up. Yeah.
Uh, no, I think it was I. The only note I wrote before you sold my notepad was Power Couple, and I I think that you guys are. I think Aww. you are the the Jay Z and Beyonce of law enforcement. So I think that's awesome. I think I was just washed in awe as you guys talked about your overcoming, just your schedules and just the chaos that is parenting and working in this industry and being married. And I think yeah. I'm just in awe. I think you guys are. I, I think you're awesome. Thank I'm going to start a shrine. Not like this bourbon shrine, but it'll have <laughs> some pictures and some yeah. Velcro. Or little paintings of these yeah. two. Yeah. yeah. Thanks. Yeah, let's so, do it. Let's do it. Bourbon, Velcro. Velcro. Uh, yeah. Bourbon. Velcro right. and bourbon. Yeah. Tito's. Just yeah. a really classy yeah. shrine. Yeah. We are right. all class. Yes. Cool. Yeah. Your guys' your guys's couple dynamic that you bring to, to the power couple of law enforcement. So I think it's awesome. Thanks. All right. So what you got? Yeah, that's it. All right. So I'll shut it off with um, y'all two have completely flipped my, uh, the way I viewed you originally. Um, the stories I was told and stuff, I did not like you. Just based off of like what I was told. Then I actually got to know you. I'm like, oh my gosh, I really like you. didn't like him either. No, I mean, <laughs> it's okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 That's, that's, that's totally true. But now I'm going like, oh my gosh, I consider them both, you know, friends. And yeah. I think that's something that we should probably look into as uh, a profession that we judge people before we even know who they are. Yeah. Um, so I appreciate that. I appreciate you guys being on here. I definitely want you guys to be on here again because what a unique, like, perspective. Yeah, perspective y'all yeah. have to be a couple. Not only in like the same profession, but the same agency. I mean, that is and just like so killing, right? They're both really Well, I mean, I mean Jay-Z, okay, like, yeah. she is. Yeah. Jay-Z, yeah. yeah. I mean, honestly, yeah. he's, like, on the fringe. I don't disagree. <laughs> but, no, seriously, I, you guys have completely flipped my view on people, and I understand where my shortcomings are, and I judge people before I meet them, and that's just not right. So, anyway, I appreciate you guys being on here. Um, anything Anything else? No, it's good. Do it again? Yeah, yeah. Yep. absolutely. It's fun. Smee, you good? Uh-huh. Uh, you you gonna do the sign off? Yeah, I need Oh, I I'll do some I'll do the sign off. All right, cool. So I appreciate you guys listening. We're gonna sign off now and peace. That's showbiz, baby. <laughs>